Today, we're talking with Ashton Applewhite. She is the best-selling author of This Chair Rocks, A Manifesto Against Ageism. Oh my gosh, let me tell you, I read this book and I was so wowed by it that I hunted her down. You did. <laughs> I tracked her down and I asked her if she would come on our podcast for an interview. And she said, yes, she did. <laughs> which was really great. It was so great to, to meet this woman who wrote this book that I love so much that kind of changed my life. Yeah, she's a phenomenal writer. Um, and, you know, we talked a lot about how ageism is so pervasive in our society. And we almost don't think about- We don't even know it. We don't even recognize it. We don't even think twice about saying, gosh, you look great for your age, Lisa. Ah! What the hell does that mean? (laughs) You know, let's dissect that. (laughs) Yeah, and we did. We did. But I really think we're the generation that we're not embarrassed about getting older And we're kind of defying this ageism and becoming our best selves in our second act. Well, I think we're striving towards that. We really are. We really are. But it really, ageism is still very, very much a part of our lives. We admitted, you know, in talking to Ashton that we're all a little bit prejudiced about age, both younger people and older people. And she just had some wonderful suggestions for all of us to start thinking about ways that we can make age neutral. I love that. And you know, we just scratched the surface. I mean, we all have to dig a lot deeper to help this. You really have to buy the book to really dig in. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I just want to say this. I actually picked up the book at the library. The title grabbed me. And then I promptly, you know, brought it back and bought three copies, one for myself and two to give away as gifts because Which is I was perfect. So impressed perfect. By it. Yeah. All right. So before we dive into our interview, I just want to remind you all listening about my self-guided style course. If you're interested in learning about the art of becoming more confident, attractive, and interesting. So you can find out details about this online self-guided course on my website, truecolorsbylinda.com. Excelente. Let's go meet, let's go meet Ashton. Let's do it. Okay. Welcome to Living Visibly Over 50, a podcast where we chat about how to use your beauty and style to show up and be visible in a culture that says it's not our time to shine anymore. I'm Lisa. And I'm Linda. You know, the most precious time in your life starts right now. Together, Lisa and I explore all the beauty and style tools available to women over 50 that keep us connected to our feminine energy. Hi, Ashton. We're so happy you're here. Hi, Ashton. Hi, hi, hi. Yes. And we have been chatting in the background, haven't we, before we started recording? <laughs> I wish we recorded some of Me that. Too. It was some, Me too. already some good conversation. I, you know, I just want to say I, um, I found you because I, I found your book. And I'm going to circle back to that later because I know Linda has some really good questions for you to start off. But I found your book, This Chair Rocks, A Manifesto Against Ageism. And I was, I was smitten. 
That's all I'm going to say for now. Oh, <laughs> well, and I found you with your TED talk, which I absolutely love. It's a must listen, ladies, and we will link to it in our show notes. Um, I think it's informative. It's interesting and funny, funny, funny. So it's entertaining. <laughs> it's a perfect TED talk. And in from my point of view, you nailed Silicon Valley, where I worked from 1978 to the beginning, well, early 2000s. And I just, I was thinking about what you were talking about. High tech is so much better for working women today, but it's still challenging and ageism is alive and well in high tech. And one thing I loved, you said, um, Ageism is prejudice against our own future selves. Which yep. it, that's that's, not, I have to be honest, that's not an idea that is original to me. Uh, All prejudice requires othering, seeing another group of people, other sports team, other whatever, as different from yourself. And then you distance yourself from them and then you can disengage from their welfare and their human rights. And no prejudice makes sense at all. None. But the particularly weird thing about ageism is that it can also be prejudice against younger people. It's any judgment on the basis of age. But yeah. in our youth-obsessed society, older people bear the brunt of it. And okay. it's alienation from our own future selves, which is pretty, you know, it's not healthy to go through life dreading dreading your future. Exactly. And that was one of the thing I found so important about your book is that this was what I thought of my daughter and my nieces and my nephews. I'm starting to feel emotional <laughs> at this very moment. And I thought I want to help change this for them because I don't want them to look to their future and be dismayed. Fantastic. And you know, and it's something the earlier in life, you realize where these negative messages come from. Yeah. And purpose they serve, they become more potentially relevant as we get older and as opportunities close off to us. But you you start getting messages about age and aging in children's books and Disney movies, and you can be young and, wow. and whoa, these are not my friend, just as we are learning to question racist messages in the yeah. culture and, and, and homophobic messages. And you're like, whoa, this is not how I want to see the world and the people around me. And we can learn those things when we're young. We can also learn to recognize ageism in the culture when we're young. Yeah. And don't you agree there's so much research now that talks about diversity in companies that it makes them work better? You know, instead of having everyone the same age and everyone the same race and at same education. Good. I have to say, sadly, that age and ageism is part of the DEI, the diversity, equity and inclusion conversation in only 8% of American oh. companies. So if you work at a company that is interested in diversity and inclusion, wow. check out whether age appears as part of the criteria, because obviously age is a criterion for diversity. And if it's not, just say, why not? In a neutral way, because most people think about it and you know, no one says that's a dumb idea, but press for its inclusion. Yeah, I assumed it would be part of that curriculum or discussion. Isn't that interesting, but it's not. Not usually, not usually. I mean, even if everyone around the table is the same age. Yeah. Unless it's a really good 
reason for it, question it, just as we need to do if everyone's the same color, if everyone's the same background, you know, because that's what we default to. It's comfortable. And yeah. it is not easy to reach beyond you know, our, our, our comforts, but that we live in a diverse world, a mixy uppy world and <laughs> it's a richer world. And it is the world. Yes. That's my own point. I like it. Yeah. 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 You know, but to me, it's a more interesting world. It's a more challenging world, but it's richer and whether in our personal lives or our professional lives, when we can draw on a range of experience and worldviews and, you know, ways of doing and seeing things, we make better decisions and our lives are bigger and richer. Yeah. And I don't know, um, is this something that's uh, mostly American or is it now reaching the entire world? Because we always, I always was told many other cultures um, admire their elder uh, relatives and friends and, you know, they, they have a higher status, uh, in their community and America, we, we haven't been doing that. I mean, it's, you can't, of course, generalize about any country. If you look yeah. at indigenous cultures here, they have a tradition of holding their elders in respect. A lot of African-American communities do as well, more marginalized cultures. Uh, I would say America is maybe even Hollywood and Silicon Valley are the epicenter it because is. they are so youth centric and so yeah. appearance centric and in a a those sort of apex of of privilege you mentioned you know Silicon Valley yeah the the ideal is young and yeah. also thin and also white and also straight and all those things mm -hmm. um, yeah. even though none of us look at that we don't see ourselves when we see those you know skinny people we all feel like that's not us, it, that there is no such norm, but American popular culture and advertising and entertainment does an awful lot yeah. to put that pernicious idea out everywhere in the world, the yeah. reach global. There are cultures that, um, you know, that are, that have a tradition of, of ancestor worship or Confucianism, filial yeah. piety in the East, but two things on that. What societies where older people are put on a pedestal are lousy places in which to be young and i don't think we want to put interesting on a pedestal yeah. i think we want age to be neutral so i might i might deserve a place to sit down because i'm older but i don't deserve inherently more respect than a younger person so it's really just flipped the other direction and we want to as you say neutralize it Exactly. We want, yeah. we, the goal is equity across yeah. the lifespan because when we're young, obviously when we're children, we need a tremendous amount of support. When you have little kids, you need support. If you break your ankle, you need support. If someone in your network, you know, needs your help or you do. So we move in and out of needing different kinds of help all our life long. It does have to do with physical ability and there are connections to aging, but not hard and fast links, right? Some older people are active to the end. Some younger people are disabled. So oddly, it's about acknowledging age, but also making, acknowledging that it actually has less of a role than we think it does. I just saw a piece, there's been a ton of press pieces about is, is you know, too old to be president, too old to run mm -hmm. for right. Mm -hmm. A reporter asked a great question. She said, what is age a proxy for? Great question. Is age a proxy for lack of energy? Is age a proxy for being conservative? Because it's never about age. 
There are old people who are radical and there are old people who are conservative. There are young people who are couch potatoes and young people who, you know, surf. So it's really very, very seldom about age. Isn't that interesting? Well, speaking of age, uh, Lisa and I were kind of talking about this before. When, how do we feel when someone comes up to us and says, gosh, you look great for your age. How do you feel? I hate it. I, there well, is I, I think no there's a nice love, answer. I think there's a love hate with it. A part yeah. of me actually goes, oh, compliment. But then it immediately flips to, no, no, that is not, it's a compliment with spikes on it. It's not, it's the one, it's the one comment that I've come up with a snappy answer for, which is you look great for your age too. Even <laughs> if, even if, okay. even if they're 25, don't you? <laughs> but, but the point is, the point is then the person has to do exactly what you just did. Gee, I meant it as a compliment. Why but, does it feel right. like one? Right. And you know, one, why add just, you look great. That does the job. Yeah. The I like that. Age means that you look exceptionally good, which in our culture typically means young. So it's deeply ageist because the idea is, why are you even mentioning my age? Right. Just tell me I look fabulous. Yeah. It reinforces the notion that younger is better. And the other thing is that, you know, we can only accept the compliment at the expense of other people, women generally, because all the comments about appearance are sure. almost directed towards women. So also we're reinforcing the idea that what matters most about us is how we it's look. our look, yes. Right? Yeah. But we can only accept the compliment at the expense of other women who aren't lucky enough to look yeah. as good as we do. And that's really divisive and icky. It is icky. It is. It really is. And it did remind me that last week, my mother just turned 99. Wow. And by the way, she awesome? is fabulous. Her <laughs> brain, everything is still functioning beautiful, brain and body. And um, it's just very impressive. But my daughter did say that to her. Grandma, you look so great for your age. And, and Linda's and alarms were going off. Yeah, <laughs> what my mom must have thought. Yeah. I mean, I think a really good all-purpose response when we hear an ageist comment, because you can never think of the damn you know, in 15 years of thinking about that, the you look good for your age too is the only snappy answer I've come up with. But it's yeah. like, what do you mean by that? Said Ooh. in a neutral way, not gotcha, because it's tempting. And this is not like my that, point, as you yeah. might imagine already. I'm a bit of a bull in the china shop, and I'm trying to be <laughs> less of one because I have such strong opinions about this. But you don't yeah. want to say, "Don't call me that. Don't call me young lady." Yeah. yeah. For two reasons. One is the person did mean it as a compliment. That does not let them off the hook. Okay. At all. But you, when you jump on somebody, and I do it all the time you put them on the defensive. And when someone's yeah. on the defensive, they're not listening. They're feeling attacked and they're shutting down what you say. Yeah. It, but, it's, but if you can screw up your courage and it does take some courage and just say, yeah. what do you mean by that? There's a story in the book of a woman. I came in to buy a shirt. It was August. I live in New York. It's hot. That's where I'm wearing a tank top right now. <laughs> yeah. August. Hot and August. I, said I wanted hot. a shirt to dance in. And she said, with long sleeves, I assume. <gasps> and I just snapped at her, you know, which was not helpful. I should have said, why would you think that? You know, even why is a little aggressive. What do you mean by that? Makes the person not think about what they did. You know, I used to have Michelle Obama arms. 
not so much anymore, but still it's August. I'm not going to wear a sack. Thanks a lot. Absolutely not. And Ashton, part of what Lisa and I talk about is really loving ourselves at yeah. every age and right. showing up and standing out and doing your thing and expressing yourself. And you are, you know, you're like the poster child for that with your you're book. The- it's icing everything. on the cake. I think it's, we have a really great example with the body acceptance movement. You know, we we you know, do we have models out there. We're not we're not inventing the wheel here. We do. We really do. So I I want to I want to say something about I. So I read your book. It's been about six months now, and it's been processing and percolating, percolating. I don't know. In the back of my <laughs> mind, um, it's. I loved reading this book. I read a little bit every day because. Wow. It was fun to read and it was also very, it was like, there was a lot packed into every paragraph. I'd read so. a, a little every day, which was powerful, yeah. process it and then come back. And what I'm finding now is that I'm finding myself changing a little bit. So, and I think I just realized this since we talked, Linda, was that my nephew a few years ago said to me some conversation and he said, yeah, but you're old. Now he was 19. <laughs> I mean, I was in my late fifties and yeah, you're old. And I was, I was offended. I was told, I was so, I was rocked by that. Well, just recently I was with my nephew and my nieces and somebody said something about being old. And I said, bring it, call me old, baby. I can, I own it now. I own it. It's all right. Well, if we can take the shame and the stigma away from it, we, you know, around anything around yes. not being thin about it, about not conforming to this mythical norm, you know, especially around the loss of physical and cognitive capacity, which is yeah. so stigmatized in our got to be fast, got to be quick, got to do it, yes. got to look a certain way culture. And, you know, a lot of people do not want to be called old, uh, and no, no judgment. I honest to God, no judgment. If you want, if you fudge your age, if you have plastic surgery, I we, like especially women, there's 9 million billion voices telling women what we should do, what we yeah. should look like, what we should and shouldn't say. And I am not one of them. Getting older is complicated, even if you have privilege, even if you have good health. And we each need to negotiate this in our own way. Hi, Lisa here. In case you didn't know, I also own Simple Beauty Minerals, and I bet we have something in common. Dark spots, lines and wrinkles, under eye circles, skin redness, loss of lashes and brows. I know, right? But don't despair. With the right clean beauty formulas, habits, and makeup techniques, those issues can be a thing of the past. At Simple Beauty Minerals, I empower you to look and feel your best so you feel comfortable and enjoy all that life has to offer. Just message me here via the podcast or reach out to me at simplebeautyminerals.com or Instagram or Facebook at Simple Beauty Minerals. I'm here for you. But if we can quit being ashamed of yes. waking yeah. up a day older, it's yes. it of a lot of the weight and it is really liberating and it does feel better. It does feel better. It's empowering. Liberating is a good word for it too. And I think it's your book working in the back of my mind as I move through my days. So yeah, just kind of occurred to me. That was very helpful. I do promise people that if they read it, they will feel better about the years ahead. And I think 
that's true. Even if if I wanted to be a cynic, I would say it's because the, the the message in the culture is so toxic and yes. so negative that even if you only chip away at that a little bit, it'll be better. But you know, I I do I think just that that it's not that the scary stuff isn't real. It's that our fears are so out of proportion to the reality, and yeah. those fears make us more vulnerable to exactly what we fear. And if you can learn more about aging, the more we know about it, the less terror it holds, the more accurate our view of aging, the better prepared we are to get rid of the reflexive dread and to learn from moving through life. I mean, why on earth do we succumb to this narrative that once we're like not young anymore, wherever that happens, as though there was some, you know, you wake Mine. up and everything's <laughs> gone to hell, you know, to stop the clock, to stop learning and growing and developing as though, as if that were possible and as if that were ideal. But it's don't not. you think Ashton, that our generation, and I'm saying our, I'm 69. So I'm a baby oh, boomer. 70. Just turned 70. Great. Woo. Happy birthday. Happy Thanks. birthday. Yeah, that it's an amazing age. I think that we are changing that narrative, you know, and because I'm still working, Lisa's still, we're all still in it. We are doing it and we are doing things that are meaningful and purposeful. And we're, we're just, um, we're not retiring like our parents and grandparents did. You know, I think we absolutely are changing. I think it's different. One, one, you know, ageist saying that pops up every so often is like 60 is the new 40. Yeah. Which, of course, ageist because it reinforces the idea. I know. (laughs) See, now that's fascinating. That's that's ageist. We have to pay attention. Oh, God. Okay. But 60 is the new 60. Being 60 is different from the way our parents and certainly our grandparents were 60. We're living longer. We're living healthier. Yeah. But- just there's always two sides to it just like cultures that venerate older people are not great for younger people i think it's important to realize that some people can't find work some people want to retire because they didn't like their jobs some people can afford to retire and read novels or play golf or work with kids or whatever the hell and i think you know in this in the u.s we have this must keeping busy think of what that especially for women idle hands you know there's this whole message that you have to that life has to keep going up 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 and we need purpose and passion all the way along and i think it's really important also to remember that some people don't want that some people can't have that Okay. It isn't available to them for any number of reasons. Sure. And to make it clear that there's not, hopefully we're setting an example for the people who want to do this. Yeah. You know, the, the proverbial skydiving octogenarian. Don't, but I don't want to jump out of a plane. I don't either. Me I don't either. Want, <laughs> I don't want to pole dance. No. But some people no. do more power to them. But those people aren't doing it better. There's no one right way. Does I that love make it. Sense? Yes, it totally makes sense. I agree. I, I think what I... I didn't say, but what I'm feeling is that we are still like uh, learning about ourselves and I feel like I'm growing and I'm making better choices as I get older and giving myself permission to say no sometimes, you know, I just yeah, feel like it's I think, like, you it's, know, I'm so busy working yeah. that I'm not taking the time to reflect. I read a quote, it might be in the book, I don't remember, but this idea that, you know, an old person sitting in the swing or whatever or who isn't working anymore they're you know they don't do anything well 
this woman said they are engaged in the hardest task of all making meaning making sense of the lives we have led that's oh. not vital and who cares oh. if it's vital right I that's love that. beautiful that's beautiful so i would like to touch base on some of the what is ageism i find myself i like your instagram account and your blog yo is it is this ageism is that right no is this no, no, is this, this ageist um I find myself reading those questions and your answers and going, whoa, I never knew that was ageist. The, bringing the awareness to myself. These are new ideas. Yes. And they're mind, they're mind blowing. They're mind blowing. <laughs> so myself in the beauty industry as the owner of Simple Beauty Minerals, okay, shameless little plug there, but being in the beauty industry, I know I have ageist issues. <laughs> And, or I don't know if they're issues, but I have, you know, <laughs> we unawares. We I know we all, all I know we all do. And yeah. so, you know, paying attention to that is fascinating for me. Yeah. And again, mind-blowing. It's brave. Right? I mean, constantly what I'm talking about, it's about how to feel better so that you show up in your life and you feel good about getting up and, you know, going through your day. But I really am watching it and fine-tuning my message since I've read your book. Good for you. And that's, that's the hardest part. The hardest part is going, oh crap, I have absorbed <laughs> these ideas because it's oh, not yeah. fun to admit that you're biased. We all yeah. are we're all we racist. All. We're all, you know, have, uh, yes. you know, white, we, we, white people are surrounded by white supremacy. We float in it. So we don't see it as much as we should. And so on, right. We're, we're shaped by yeah. the world in which we grew up and live. But once you start to see ageism right. in yourself, it is like, and tell me if you disagree, but it's like a, a genie coming out of a bottle or a spell yeah. breaking because the next step automatically, you have to do the work of seeing it in yes. yourself. But once you see it in yourself, you start to see it everywhere. And that is liberating, right? You're, then it's not like, oh, yeah. I'm deficient or I'm a bad person. It's like, oh, it's everywhere around me. There are cultural and economic forces that want me to feel this way. Yeah. And we can come together Ouch. and do something about them. Yes. Yeah. And I love what you said, Ashton, about thinking of age as neutral. Yeah. That I will take away Powerful. from this talk that we're having. It's That's neutral. Yeah, thank you for that. I'm, I'm just, I think that's the, maybe even the first time I've said it, it's sort of okay. counterintuitive because I think about age all the time. And it's why a simple question, like, what do you, what do I say when someone says, how old are you, does not have an easy answer. I do think you should say how old you are, but at the same time, ideally, I mean, this is a little, you know, not, not necessarily cocktail party. If anyone ever goes to cocktail parties <laughs> <laughs> like in my Oldsmobile or whatever, but um, you know, I, I feel like the, the thought experiment would be, I'm happy to tell you how old I am. If you will tell me why you want to know or wow. what shifted in your mind once you have a number, because it shifts in all of us. It does. Yeah. You know, and there's an argument to be made. I have a, a radical friend who won't tell people be, not because she wants to be taken for younger, but because she says, I don't want people to be able to pigeonhole me in that way. I understand I, that. I respect you know, that too. I understand there's that. no right way. Do you know, to be more conscious is, is fantastic. I grew up with my lovely mother who would never tell anyone her age. Uh, somehow she got her age changed on her driver's license. Oh. And I never knew until years later what <laughs> year she was even born in. I never knew. This is so that's the, you know. I met someone <laughs> who moved in with a guy 
and she lied about her age like I don't know five years I mean not decades but then she lived in terror right he would like open her wallet I mean that's no way to go through life oh no. my goodness right <laughs> the foundation of your relationship yeah. is that shaky though that in my limited experience but you know reading stuff too you know woman has plastic surgery it's all the husband invariably almost invariably says I love the way Doris looks you know I don't it's not my idea that she should have which is again no judgment but the pressures we women right they're in the culture because we live in a patriarchy but the pressure on women to look a certain way is about power it's about control of that women. is true and a healthy relationship is not about controlling someone's experience and the husbands are like whatever whatever she wants but she looks that is true just the way she is which oh. a good husband should feel yeah every good husband <laughs> should, should <laughs> feel so that way yes well i wow. Oh my God, we could keep going on and on. Um, but in respect of your time, Ashton, I usually ask our guests about style because of course we are a beauty and style podcast. And beauty, style and or beauty. I'm just throwing that in there. I did, say, there. That. Okay, I did okay. say that. <laughs> Carry on. We're like sisters. You I know. know, we just yeah. call each other um, out. And may I say, I was looking at your Instagram, you rocked your style. You were wearing a, a silk coverall jumpsuit, bright yeah, pink was. earrings and shoes and rocker hair. And you were at a rock and roll wedding, apparently. <laughs> My niece uh, married a guy from Cleveland where she went to high school and uh he had the rehearsal dinner, the party the night before was at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. How fun. Oh, how fun. We were encouraged to, to uh, dress up. So I have to say the New York contingent, my kids and my partner and I, we did really style it. But I, I have a daughter-in-law who it, who is very stylish and knows who who makes things and the quality yeah. of clothes I'm just ignorant about. So she told me to go to pop. She did the online shopping for me. Oh, and oh perfect. Think you had your own stylist. Back. So, so she, and then my other daughter-in-law got the earrings. So I kind of sub it out to some experts. You did. Uh, you did a good job subbing it. But I will say more generally that as I have gotten older, I have so much more confidence mm. in how I look. You know, I just, I will, I may, you know, I don't think I, I, I think I'm less conservative in how I dress mm -hmm. and all the things that I hated about my body when I was in my teens and twenties, I've made my peace with, I'm happy the damn thing works. <laughs> so that, um, so that is, you know, I just, I just, confidence is a good thing. And I might, I know your stuff. Cause I figure people think I look wacky. What the hell? And I think it really matches. I mean, know that you were really dressing up. You were kind of going overboard, but it, went for broke. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It matches you. your personality, you know, which is just really just, edgy it, and funny and what you want to, yeah, yeah. You strive for. All right, Ashton, where can our listeners find you? Well, if they can't find me, they're not trying very hard because I am the <laughs> only person in the world with my weird name. Uh, and the, if you, um, know the name of my book, that is also the name of my website, thischairrocks.com. Uh, that's my tag on Twitter and on Instagram, and you can get to my Yo Is This Ageist blog, which is a question and answer blog. Which Viva, I love. 
via my main, main website or wait for it, this uh, yo is this ages.com. And also on my main blog, I mean, I urge you to read my book. It's it, it will change the way you think about things, but also at this slash blog, there's a menu right on the front page. Um, you can see I have been thinking out loud in blog form for 15 years now <laughs> in some specific topic. It's searchable by topic or sort of more up to date things. What, you know, then noodle around that. Oh, and one more thing um, with two colleagues, I co-created a site called the old school. Anti oh, oh. wait, old so wait. School. say it the again. Old, old school anti-ageism clearinghouse Love and it. the website is oldschool.info every it, it is hundreds now we've been doing it for a couple of years the idea was that movements need tools and places to share them and wouldn't it be cool if all the really good stuff was in one place sort of one-stop shopping except everything is free except the books oldschool.info so noodle around there i mean my stuff is there but also stuff there's stuff around the from around the world the fantastic world health organization launched a global campaign to end ageism a year ago it's there there's little videos there's animations there's wow. language guides style guides there's stuff about what you can do to address ageism in your place of work blah 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 so it's all there at wow. oldschool.info wow and we also think it's really important to have people who are doing anti-ageism work age advocacy have ways to get to know each other. So yeah. we have a weekly Zoom meetup open to anyone. We host quarterly convenings. Wow. So sign up for their newsletter. I don't write mine very often. You will get a monthly newsletter from old school. We will never give it away and we will not spam you, but you'll find out what's new on the site and when our meetups are so you can meet other people who are interested in this. Wow. Well, yeah. we, will, we will put all of those links in the Thank show you. notes. Oh my goodness. What a wealth of information. Um, life-changing, mind-blowing. I, I'm, I could keep going with adjectives, but yeah. stop Thank there. You Thank you so it much for being with wonderful. us. Wonderful. Totally eye-opening. I will remember this for a very long time, especially when you said Aging is not a problem to be fixed or a disease to be cured. I mean, people, this is wonderful. I absolutely you love your message. Thank you so much. Thank you. Great Take to meet you both. Care. Thank you for being here and listening to the entire Living Visibly Over 50 podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Your five-star rating, wink, wink, and review helps us reach more women so they too can get a confidence boost to show up and stand out over 50. And be sure to head over to simplebeautyminerals.com for your beauty and skincare needs and truecolorsbylinda.com to enroll in a color and style course. But wait, bonus! We are running a contest. Leave us a written review on iTunes, screenshot your review and message us to Instagram or Facebook and you'll be entered into the contest. We'll choose a winner once a month who will receive a 15% gift code from both Lisa and Linda.